Hello, and welcome to the Clarissa and Mitch Explain Life podcast, the show where we look at life from the point of view of two generations. I am Mitch. And I am Clarissa. And and we we are mother and daughter. So we won't always agree, but we hope we will always show how things are now and how they've changed over the years. In this podcast, we aim to pick subjects to discuss that are relevant today, but we will look at them from the viewpoint of two generations. So whatever you're doing, enjoy the podcast and we're always happy to hear your feedback. Hi and welcome back to episode two, season three, because I started up a new season, Mum. Did you notice that? I did notice that, dear. Well done. You you actually didn't look, did you? I did look. (laughs) Anyway, I thought because we'd had such a gap since the last before we did the Christmas episode, I thought, sure, we may as well just go into season three. and New season? New new year. year. Yeah, make it nice and clean. So, um, yeah. Anyway, how are you? I know you're not good. Your back is killing you. Yeah. Well, yes, but um, I'm just going to be quite, quite uh, careful today. Okay. I'm hoping that the level of pain in my back is because I went for treatment yesterday and I have no reason to believe otherwise. So And move as much as you can today. Yes. Yes. I'll probably go and do a couple of um, circuits of the GAA. GAA. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Because it's nice and flat and even. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So how's your week been? Um, my week has been okay, sort of sinking back into the boredom of my normal life after the manic Christmas. And quite coincidentally, somebody suggested to you a topic for this week's podcast, not knowing that it was relevant in many ways. So no, they didn't. That was my idea. Oh, well, funnily enough, I had had the same idea Oh, well, because then. of the sad passing of your cat. Yeah, scratchy. scratchy. Yeah. yeah. So um, great. No, I just, I just thought we should do a little catch up on our week mm. before we go into a topic. Yeah. It's a nice thing to do. Yes, but my week is so bloody boring that. Ah, stop. What, <laughs> I have what to was say, the highlight of your week, the, the past week? Of- the highlight of this week has been the weather, which has been yeah. absolutely divine. What about that walk yesterday? Oh, my oh goodness. My. And the day before that as well. Oh. I don't think in all the years of living in, we- well, near to Wexford, I've ever seen such still water. I know. I mean. I wonder, is that the effect of global warming, though, or climate change? I don't know, but it was stunningly beautiful. It was Stunningly beautiful. beautiful. So that's um, really been the highlight of my week. I'm so what was the low of your week? Um, oh, I had a pretty bad day on on Monday, but that was because of of um, other people's Out, outside factors. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, onwards. Well, onwards. What's the highlight? What, of I, al- what I always say to clients is, you can have a bad day, but there's only twenty four hours in a day, so. You you know, it's reset button, isn't it? Yep, absolutely right. Absolutely right. And um, what was the highlight of your week? Uh, What was the highlight of my week? I think our walk yesterday was one, definitely. 
I loved it. Yeah. Actually, I have to say that before before I met you and we went for the walk, I had had an appointment and at one o'clock. So, you know, I, I, I never think of food. <laughs> so I had brought a sandwich with me and I sat on a bench overlooking Wexford Harbour, eating my sandwich and just thinking, oh, how lucky are we? Oh, stop. How lucky are we to have our all our senses to be able to see and mm. hear and feel and you know yeah. like I know I'm not saying people who are missing one of those senses aren't you know that like I'm sure they make up for it in other ways but it, it you know it always makes me think you know how blessed mm. we are to just mm. be able to experience yep. those things yeah. um my low obviously was having to make the decision to say goodbye to old scratchy, which leads yeah. us very nicely onto our topic. Yes. So for anyone, I mean, most people who listen to this podcast are actually follow me on Instagram. So you'll know that scratchy was 20 and a half. I thought up until last summer that she was 19, but my, uh, well, she's not my niece, my cousin's daughter was able to do a timeline and she, you know, and it came out that she was actually 20 last summer. So, mm. um, yeah, but I mean, she was an old cat. She, how, like, she, how she survived town living. Uh, she was a very, like, she, she ruled, she ruled this bottom half of the street and that's for sure. She Even did. the cat, you know, all the cats in, on the street, you know, she, she ruled them you know she had them all in check uh when both the dogs came into the house separately she made sure that they knew who was boss before um before they got too comfortable and thought they were going to be do chasing her uh she drove us mad especially the past few years when she started to go a bit ditzy she did drive us mad and like she's never been the most loving cat she was never the most affectionate cat um very much an independent cat but uh yeah she was my first my my first own pet I suppose and I think that's why it hit me hard and I was the one who you know who had to make the final decision now thankfully she didn't get sick and I'm very grateful for that she wasn't in pain but she was definitely her health and her was failing her her dignity was gone she wasn't grooming herself anymore that sort of thing and I just it just was every day I was looking out at her thinking it's time what 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 life do you have you know and I didn't make the decision lightly I spent the past couple of months just slowly getting used to the idea so it was a hard day and um, here I go again. You could take over now. <laughs> yeah, well, just talking about that sort of um, uh, decision to take, it is such a difficult one. And when I was discussing it with you before you took the final, final, final decision, it's so hard to balance doing the right thing for the animal as opposed mm. to wanting to prolong the animal's life for your own sake. 
Yeah, it's that exactly. is that is the difficulty. And I know we've talked about it in the last couple of days since, well, last day and a half since she's been gone. It'll take a while, you know. You, mm. I've been through it lots and lots of times, as you know. And the spirit of the animal definitely stays around. It does begin to blur, but mm. you know, you think you see the animal out of the corner of your eye. And we yeah. actually have lost two dogs, um, who just disappeared yeah I'm, so oh. the first one was that's harder i think well it was horrible because you 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 never stop wondering and you get these but, flashes of where are they yeah could they not you know were they hurt could they yeah you know yeah no well, i the remember first that one well was that was horrible we yeah. had two terriers Poor old blip. i know two terriers actually we had three terriers three generations of terriers we had sparky who gave birth to Blip, who gave birth to Titch. Well, I mean... Isn't it funny? I don't remember Sparky. What? I don't remember Sparky. Well, Sparky was a... Actually, Sparky was given to Ryan back in the day when he was a young lad by a man, a horsey man up in Arklow. And, of course, if you said to a young lad, I can't even remember how old Ryan was, but I'd say he was probably five or six would you right. like this lovely little dog oh, yeah. sort of thing you're not going to get a negative reply no and sparky was an absolute nightmare because he was very aggressive and um he he mated with i think one of tim's terriers or it might have been one in between it might have been titch might have been um the result of one of tim's terriers but Tony at the time used to go up country with the stallion mm. to, uh, you know, to have him up country to cover mares. And he took Sparky with him and Sparky disappeared. I mean, I didn't oh. really have much fondness for Sparky. So, so way, Sparky wasn't around very long then. No, he wasn't. And it's quite mm. possible you were in England or something or Spain. At the time. That must have been then because I don't remember. I remember actually. Most- I can't remember who Blip's father was, uh, mother was, because actually I know that Titch was out of, oh, I don't know. Anyway, we ended up with Blip and Titch, who were father and son. And poor Titch, he had a terrible life. I loved Titch. Oh, I love Titch too. But he was always... Blip was just a cranky old bollocks, wasn't he? (laughs) Blip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He made made Titch's life absolute hell. Yeah. They were a pair and they went everywhere together. And, you know, I used to walk them on the beach and they were a complete nightmare. And then one day my sister (laughs) said to me, at the time we had Gypsy, and at um, one stage my sister said to me, um, "Why, why do you bother to walk them? And I thought, well, actually, you're quite right, because they had the complete run around here. Yeah, they never exactly. we didn't even have any fences then, you know. And actually, that's one of the reasons why we decided to change the opening of the drive, because they used to sit outside the house with the old opening of the drive and just yeah. anybody who walked by. Oh, hell. stop. Anyway, I'd, I'd forgotten all that. I just hmm. <laughs> Anyway, back um I can't remember what year or anything. I was working and Becky was living in town and she came out to check out the place or whatever, feed the dogs. And she said, I remember her saying that Blip actually came in 
to the house and he was very keen on getting pats and strokes yeah. and all the rest of it. And then obviously she she put them outside and left. And we never saw him again. I came home from work and there was no blip. Now, he was quite old at the time. And of course, they do say that in the wild, the old dogs leave the packs and go mm. off somewhere to die. And he wasn't. If, well, I mean, he wasn't. In, he wasn't. Wasn't he? Was he blind or deaf or something? A uh, prob- bit deaf, yeah. Mm. Um, and he was old, you know, he was creaky. But uh, we spent... Sorry for long- the noise, I'm having my breakfast. <laughs> we spent a lot of time looking for him and we never found him. So that was the first mm. dog that actually disappeared. And then, of course, there is the famous Scrappy. Who, oh, no. Well, we could do a whole podcast on Scrappy, really, but... Um, <laughs> Scrappy was originally Anna's dog and ended up my dog. And Scrappy uh, was Italiano. <laughs> oh, she was. Uh, she was a born in Italy. Uh, uh, my sister Anna lived in Italy and Scrappy was her dog in Italy. So honestly, um, we could do a podcast. Oh, uh, but if anyone's interested, she won- Scrappy once wrote a complete blog. Oh, when she, she travelled with us in the camper around yes. Europe. Yes. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. It's such yeah. a dog. Oh, anyway, we went to Spain in 20, 2011 and left Scrappy and Hector with Becky and Scrappy disappeared. Again, was, she was so old, wasn't she, as well? Yeah, and she had disappeared before yeah in the produce remember that yeah that was september the end of september she disappeared but it back in the january of that year she disappeared now she was an epileptic dog so she had to have regular medication mm. and in the january in the freezing cold she disappeared for a week i had her buried like she had to be dead you know mm. we had a campaign going looking for her and everything and um ultimately found her so you know it was dreadful for becky and anna because they felt so awful that she disappeared from down in Kiran. but wow. um yeah that's the two dogs but i like you with your recent experience <coughs> um i have of course had the experience of taking dogs to the vet and it's mm. so painful so as this podcast is about sort of generations, what's your first memory of a pet when you were a child? Like, if you can remember back that far. That's Sorry, really cool. I'm only joking. <laughs> um, uh, we had a black Labrador called Sherry. And we also, my stepmother had two Maltese terriers whose names I complete. I think one of them was called Sooty. Well, isn't that an appropriate name for a white dog, Sooty? <laughs> and I can't remember the other. So I think that's that's my earliest memories of dogs. What about right. you? Um, because so, I have to say we've had so many dogs over the years. Yeah, I mean, I will be honest. My memory of my childhood is a bit dulled or smudged. So names and stuff, Anna could sit here and she'd tell you the name of a a spider on the wall that she had named but <laughs> I um I to be honest with you the first dog I really remember having 
a relationship with, I suppose, or a, a f- I'm, I'm sure I love them all. But I remember Scrappy. Yeah. Scrapper. Was it Scrappy? Scrapper. Scrapper. The black one. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, Scrapper was, was the black? Scrapper was a little orange dog. Yeah. That, which um, one was the black one before that then? Sprocket. Sprocket. That's it. Oh, Sprocket. Oh, stop. Oh. And then Grouse, of course. And yes. oh, those are the dogs that are in, you know. You must remember of, Scrapper, though, don't you? I do remember Scrapper. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Scrapper was, I suppose, the one that I, I know Scrapper was really Ryan's, but Scrapper was the one that I actually felt was almost part mine as well. Yeah. Well, don't forget, Scrapper. we, had, so we had a similar dog to Scrapper before Scrapper who bit Ryan. Okay. So we had to get rid of him. And right. Scrapper was the, was the um, substitute and Scrapper was a very special dog. Yes. Yeah, you remember what happened to Scrapper? I actually don't. I'm oh my god! Again. Gary Wade ran over him. <gasps> I do remember now. At the oh gate. my god! Yes. Oh yes. god! Yes. Oh, and did you rush him into the vest, or someone did? I yeah, remember absolutely. But we, he died. Oh. He did. We, we were going into Enniscorthy and he died on my lap on the way. I mean, we're not going to keep going down memory lane because that's it's quite boring for other people. But yeah. like, pets are only in our lives for such a short amount of time. So you know, I mean, like for you especially, you've lived in. I suppose. Well, when we were in London, it was cats, wasn't it? You were a real Always cat lady. Cats. Absolutely. Mm. Well, I couldn't have had a dog in the flat. No. And, of course, I brought Emma, my last cat, with me Sorry. to Ireland. And you did have cats in Ballymac, didn't oh, you? Oh, she was in Ballymac, Emma was. She had three kittens, salt, pepper salt, and Salt, pepper and... <laughs> and you... And just, just for context, um, Tony, stepfather Tony, hates small domestic cats but he adores big cats which and he worked with big cats and that's has never never made sense to me how much he hates cats my last i know you said it's because of the big cats but that shouldn't make a difference my last cat was a cat called marmalade well oh marmalade i remember marmalade gorgeous but i just took a complete dislike to her when i was pregnant with ryan wow because she was inclined to jump on, well, this is resonant of Mr. Martin, of course. She was inclined to jump on tables. Oh, right. And it was food. Yeah. And then, of course, there was Benji the Budgie. Do you remember that? Do you remember him? No. The name, the name sounds vaguely familiar. Well, Benji, no. I killed. Blue? What? Was he blue? Yes. He was out. He used to be out in the porch, and I forgot. Yes, to feed I do him. remember. I forgot oh. to feed him when I was, again when I was pregnant with Ryan, and oh God. went out one day. And he was. I mean, I'd love to say he was upside down on the perch, but probably he was actually lying on the floor of the cage. I do actually remember him in the little porch. Yes, the guilt yeah. I carry oh. is just horrendous about all these animals. <laughs> I know because this trouble with it is they're so trusting, and I think that's what. 
gets you when you have to make the decision about you can't I mean I keep saying Jesus because I like as someone who's been a carer for years and done palliative care and the amount of times I've been caring for someone and going God you know if only we could do what for them what we can do Mm. for our animals Mm. but the difference is a human at at some stage before they go down into the decline if it was legal could make the decision well you know if I go to this point I don't want to be kept alive or whatever whereas Mm. the animal just is in the moment and just doesn't have a clue and that like the the vet encouraged me to take an evening appointment with Scratchy and I was like yeah that's grand but the whole day I kept looking at her and kept thinking you know I went and bought her a special tin of expensive salmon for her last supper and I was like she, I was watching her eat it and I was kind of, and she was like going, nom, 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 loving it and I said to Ted, Ted came up for an hour or two and I said to Ted she just doesn't know that that's her last supper she thinks this is you know life yeah. is just wonderful and isn't she lucky and then I was kind of like, oh, you know, they're so, animals are just, our pets are so trusting of us. And unless they're not looked after, and, that, and that's a whole other subject and debate. But The thing about animals is that, yes, they can feel fear, but they can't feel fear for the unknown. They can't no. feel fear of about That's of what's about yeah. to happen. Like even, God, going off the subject slightly, but even animals going to the slaughterhouse, you know, like you look at them and you think you see a trailer load of sheep or something. You think, oh, God, poor things. It must be so scared. Mm. Of course, they're not bloody scared. They don't know where they're going. You know, mm. I'm mm. not saying they don't feel scared when they get there. But what benefit do you benefit or otherwise do you think pets have on our lives that's a really good question um i i think for me especially with the dogs it's the in the momentness they can bring into your life you know it, i mean I don't know. They just do bring joy, don't they? They drive oh. us mad as well. But I mean, absolutely. They bring for me, like, yeah, that's a really good question. What about you? I'm going to flip it now. <laughs> um, I think they bring a lot of benefits. I think you you saying bringing joy. I remember Scrappy that we were talking about before. She, you know, mm. she was getting old and she was all the rest of it and I had always said I wasn't going to get another dog until Scrappy had gone because I didn't think it was fair sort of thing you know Mm. and then one day Tony actually said to me I think we should get another dog you know because Scrappy can start teaching so anyway long way down the line I got my beloved Hector Mm. and I, I, I'll never forget the feeling that having now Hector was on death row when we when we adopted him. Literally, he he should have been actually um, put down by the dog pound, but there was snow on the ground. And, and I saw him online and begged them to keep him until I could get up. So we had no idea how old he was. And when he came into this house, I'll never forget it. 
it was like a ray of sunshine. Mm. I, I can I can remember so clearly the feeling I had walking down the stairs in the morning of this energy, this young oh. energy. And, and Scrappy, I reckon, mm. lived an extra year because of what she he gave her. Now, he's a little bollocks, as mm. you know, and as anybody listening <laughs> to this who knows me knows. Because although he's the most wonderful, lovely, loving dog, he also takes every opportunity to run away. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, that's a whole nother story. But um, I think pets bring into life. I think they they give a. They give. An understanding, number one, of what it is to be responsible for another being. I think that's the first experience that young people have. You know, everybody's gone through the children asking, I want a dog. Yeah, well, if we get a dog, you'll have to, you know, all that. (laughs) And there is a a huge element of truth in it. Um, Second, and the responsibility of that, you know, of you being, of of the child, young teenager being responsible for another being. Mm. And also um, it gives, I think it gives a child growing up their first experience that life is finite. Yeah, I think, yeah. Animals die. I agree with that. Mm. Animals die. And it it is the first experience that they will have. Yeah. Um, I think they bring mass, you know, dogs in particular, like, this unquestioning love mm. is actually saying that I so PJ and I when we met I already obviously already had Scratchy here and um, he was always like I'm not a cat person and he did I mean he came to have a love-hate relationship with her I suppose but mm. um, I remember when we just this well this is an made me think about the your question we got roxy you had gordy first oh god yeah gordy poor gordy i forgot about him we yeah we got we pj decided without any consultation because we were starting to talk about getting a dog and all of a sudden pj arrived home with this gorgeous now he was really lovely dog but he was too big for our house he was and he had a stomach problem and um yeah that kind of went you know that we only have a small garden and also he bashed his tail against the wall when he was going out the back garden so all things being equal pj contacted the farmer that he had gotten him from and he willingly took him back and he said look my brother will take him he lived on a farm and I choose to believe that's what happened to Gordy um that's fine so then anyway we said oh you know I said still said I just I want to get a dog and actually we'd had a break-in I don't know if you remember the the shed had been broken into and I was living on the edge of my nerves at the time because I just I felt really under threat so we said, okay, sure, we'll, we'll start looking for a rescue dog. And PJ spotted in the paper of, um, he he always buys the paper every Tuesday, the local guard, the, in the Scorthy paper, that there were these five 
puppies and three adult dogs were found in an abandoned house. So we did detective work and found out where the dogs were. And I never forget me, Macy and Ted went up to the the rescue, the centre or the pound, I suppose. Kennels. Kennels, kennels and... Was that the one just outside Enniscorthy? Yeah, yeah. And I remember we walked down by, by each one and I was just like, oh my God, I love that one. Oh my God, I love I've that one. I've done it, I've done it, I've done it. And we got to the last kennel and there's this little puppy sitting there looking up at us. And we all just looked at each other and went, and it was actually, I mean, this is what we'd come to, we'd come to get this, but, but we had to walk by all the others to come to Roxy. She was only five weeks old. Um, I remember going, coming back in the car and the stink of her in the car. Oh, Jesus. But that was it. And But that's what I'm getting to. That dog brought us all together as a household because Mm. before that we had been because I met PJ and the kids were younger and then he moved in and I was kind of living these two separate lives or trying to because he he you know he had said from the start he wasn't going to come in and be a father figure because and I remember you know there was me and the kids and me and PJ and I remember Roxy brought us all together as a household And I always never felt heard you that. say that before. Really? No, oh, I, yeah. I always felt that that's what she brought into our house. We suddenly became more of a unit. And it was thanks to her. Now, I'm not saying we were the closest unit. You know, it wasn't still. But she kind of connected us all more. And before that, I don't think she had. So, yeah, we got her 2009. So... What's she oh. 12? She was she's just gone 12 now. Wow. Well, 11. No, she'll be 12 this year, won't she? I can never work it out. Yeah, she she'll was be 12 this year. October 09. October 09. So, or was it October 10? When was the great big snow? Can't remember. I know it was because the great big snow happened over Christmas. I can't remember. Well, whether it, was it was the Christmas year. I, of, no, it was the year I got Hector. So it was the same 2011, year. the big snow. No, that the, was 2010, 2010. The Christmas of 2010. Yeah. Yes. We so got Hector we got... at the beginning of December, 2010. Yeah. Right. And we had Roxy by then. Right. So it was 2010. Because I remember she was a puppy mm. and PJ brought her out walking on New Year's Eve in the snow. There you go. There you go. So anyway. Like that anyway. But then uh, and she's she's an amazing guard dog. Like she actually yeah, really she's very is. I mean I've had her here a couple of times yeah. when you've been away and I realise what absolute rubbish our dogs are. Now our dog <laughs> now our dogs your are dogs will bark when we're leaving. Yeah oh yeah but they no they are good when they're outside. No they're great. Yeah, but they're they rubbish when they're inside. And I remember one day, it must thank have God been... you have a good house alarm. Well, wonderful. Thank God for the house alarm. Exactly. Although, 
funnily enough, I think maybe Roxy had a word with with um, Mac because oh. he's got a little bit better about barking okay. when he's in the house. Because a couple him. of times over Christmas now he was he was um, in and some you know one of the family came to the door mm. and he barked. So oh. maybe Roxy had a word with him. Probably she's probably. good at that. She's very yeah. bossy. She probably said, oh, you know what you're yeah. going <laughs> But she wouldn't be without them. Oh, my God. I oh, stop. We've had Bobby, a... So just to finish, our yeah. Bobby, um, I think we've had Bobby about six years now, but we got Bobby really to keep Roxy company because at the time I was working and, yeah. you know, everyone was out of the house during the day. And I just kept thinking, poor old Roxy, you know, yeah. now, he drives her mad mm. but again pj found him um he he's a little cross westy westy cross he's very he's, cute they, they, but he is adorable now he is very cute we all love him but uh yeah roxy and him they've a love it's definitely like a brother sister relationship because is, yeah. she's she's quite neurotic um because I suppose because she was an only dog for so long and she yeah. is quite neurotic when it comes yeah. to him or yeah. people giving him attention. She doesn't like that, but uh, they work well together. And then you yeah. have your old Mac boy who yeah, is the most so just gorgeous boy. Date, after Scrappy went, um, we decided that uh, we would get another dog because actually I think dogs need another dog. Yeah, well, because I of the whole too. pack thing, um, humans are really good enough. So I started the whole thing again of you know going online, and um, I just I saw this picture of him and fell in love with him. Uh, he's now, gorgeous. He was in a. It wasn't Dogs Trust, but it was a Dogs Trust like place, uh, north of Dublin. We really travelled to get him. Um, he was advertised as a bearded collie. Well, I'll tell you something. I'm more a bearded collie than he is. <laughs> God knows God, what he is. He mm. was not well when he came to those. Oh, he was people so used, undernourished. People used, to, and... people used to say to me, oh, you've got a lurcher. He was so yeah. thin. When we got him, he was the same weight as Hector. He is just the most... He's oh. He's got the most like zen like energy that oh. dog has like he's like a and he looks a bit like a what do we often call him Mia, mr miago or whatever yeah. from karate kid yeah. he's, he's got just, but he, he does have this such as and his eyes that soulful eyes oh. like anna's anna's buddy those yeah, eyes that like, just yeah. you know are just so there's so much past in them mm. or something and he'll sit if you're sitting in a chair he'll sit and then you feel this paw on your knee i know he's looking up at you as if to say i don't ask much i just want love i know <laughs> he's a big he silly idiot he of a dog. gorgeous but gorgeous. Uh, and he has a drawback as well he gets sick in the car which is oh, yeah. absolutely heartbreaking because i would love to take particularly him because he's mm. relatively well behaved for walks further afield than just out the bloody gate but yeah. he just gets he just vomits so oh, poor old Mac. so i think in the future and i hope it's a long well hector is probably now 
14, at least 14. So I said I got him in 20. Yeah, he'll be at least 14 this year. I think he's probably older. I think he's older as well. Um, He's now stone deaf, completely, utterly stone deaf. Yeah. Um, uh, So it's funny. I said to Clarissa yesterday when we were talking about scratchy, uh, not, yeah, scratchy. Getting muddled with scrappies and scratchies now. I said, you know, watching you have to do it made me realize that, you know, I've got it. It could be four years ahead. You know, it is probably something I'm going to have to face in the foreseeable future with Hector. And I will be inconsolable. Mm. But I will also know if I have to make the decision that it's the right decision. Anyway, exactly. I, I can't see in the future that. I would have two dogs. Now, having said that, I've ju- I realise I just said that I think dogs need dogs. But I will go for an older dog because there are so many dogs that have to be handed in. Because, yeah, exactly. You know, people like people go into nursing homes or they die. And I would. And they're very hard to adopt. And mm. as I'm so old and the dog will probably outlive me. Oh, um, stop. <laughs> Sorry, you won't have to make the decision to take me to the vet. It's all right. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> um, but I would. I'd go for an older dog, you know. Yeah, yeah no, I, I totally yeah. hear you. Yeah. Um, But it's not a decision yeah. you have to take at the moment, so. No, exactly. And dogs trust in places like that. They have loads of older dogs. I mean, mm. quite honestly, I'd love a Labrador again. I, I would love. They, they have been my favourite dogs. Yeah, I know. I love them all. But the old labs, the old labs, maybe full circle. Maybe that's exactly. because I was brought up with a Labrador. Yeah. Black Labrador, true. Sherry. When we first came to Ireland, actually, we made um, Tony's sister bread. She was a very well-known yes. of Irish setters. And through her, we actually bought a pedigree black Labrador poppy wow. and we we bred her actually what was she called well that's a really good question give me three or four days and i might remember um I anyway named, i named them all after characters from lord of the rings so i would get there in the end <laughs> i can't remember just at this moment but we did breed her and we made a few bob i can't remember what happened to her actually must ask one of the the pet historians in the family but yeah Anna. maybe it's full circle maybe i will end up with a labrador yeah exactly maybe i will anyway right i think we should wrap this up yes um, i don't know people like are, are reminiscing i think but i don't know if that reminiscing was a bit too <laughs> too indulgent <Reminiscent>. um i <laughs> ah, have to have a bit of indulgence in life as well exactly you do so yeah um say something <laughs> well we are really making an effort to to do a podcast every week oh yeah uh we would love it if you who are listening to this right now because there's obviously no point if you're not listening to it or you won't even hear me please spread the word mm, um yeah do just because if you're enjoying it yeah <laughs> if you're enjoying it you know it like and actually, a couple of people have said to me, you know, you should do a podcast. And I must remember to actually send them in this direction. 
Because, yeah, exactly. You know, um, it's funny though. Neither of us have actually um, shared it on Facebook or anything. You no. know, where we have more personalized friends. No. I don't know why. Well, I'm, I might actually to do that today. I might just right. do it, throw it out there. Yeah, maybe I will too. Why not? Beckett. You know what? I enjoy doing it. The people who are little following, who listen to us, enjoy listening to us chat backwards and forwards. I think a lot of what people are enjoying is just our our interaction, our chat, you know. So that's good as well. But um, I think anyway, we need to choose a subject that we disagree on. Oh, what do we disagree on? I don't know, but I'm sure we can think of something. Yeah. So I hope you have a good week. Clothes. Remember that time you. Oh, you... God. <laughs> oh, God. So if you're listening to this, I hope you have a good week. And yes, I do I'm, too. I'm not going to say that to you because I have absolutely no doubt that I will speak, stroke, see you yes. several times in the coming week. And we'll talk to you next week. We will. Bye. Bye. So that's it for this week. Thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you enjoyed it, please tell your friends and family and share the link. So until the next time, goodbye and And stay stay safe. safe.